just fix me. Amen. St. John chapter number 20. All right. Uh, look at verse number 19. All right. Father, we thank you for the bread of life. Break it that we all may eat and leave here full in Jesus' name. Amen. It says, uh, then the same day at evening, being the first day of the week, when the doors were shut, where the disciples were assembled for fear of the Jews, came Jesus and stood in the midst and said unto them, Peace be unto you. This is sometime when we greet each other with the words, Peace be unto you. And when he had said, uh, he showed unto them his hands and his side. When he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Look at somebody tell them this was so significant. This was so and then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. They were glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them, peace be unto you. Verse 21, as my father hath sent me, as my father has sent me, even so send I you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them. And said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Y'all, come on, y'all got to do better than that. He said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Come on now, I hear you on the left. I need some more help on the right. Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Look at somebody else again and tell them this was very significant. This was, this was very important, I'm telling you. Well, whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. Whosoever sins ye remit, they are remitted unto them. And whosoever sins ye retain, they are retained. All righty, look at verse 24. This is where we rest our hat. But Thomas, one of the twelve, called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. I want to talk about the misfortunes of missing church. You may be seated. The misfortunes of missing church. It's so good to see all of y'all this morning. So good to see you. I, I tell you, it really joys my heart to see each and every one of y'all this morning. And I know that you showed up because he got up. With all power in his hand. But would you look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, he's going to get up next week too. Oh, y'all not helping me. Look, look at somebody else and tell him he got up last week. He, he, he going to get up next week. He going to get up the week after that. But Thomas wasn't there. Thomas wasn't there. Just look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, are you Thomas? Thomas wasn't there. You know, I, I, I grew up in the church. I'm closing. I grew up in the church and, and being in the church was and is one of the best things that has ever happened to me. One of the best things that has ever happened to me. Uh, my dad is here. My mama's watching. 
Amen. And, and I thank God for them raising me in the church. Proverbs 22 and 6 says, train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he is older, he will not depart from it. Going to church, being in the house of God is one of the best things that you could ever do. Study and research shows that only 20% of a church's overall congregation shows up to church on a regular basis. 20%. So therefore, if you got 1,000 people in the church, chances are only 200 of them showing up every Sunday. Hmm. Then you got another 20%. They only come for special events. Look straight. I ain't talking about nobody in here. Like Easter, Mother's Day, CME Saints, Christmas, Mother's Day, and Easter. That, that, that's another 20%. Then you have another 30%. They're not coming. They're members of your church, but they're not coming. I, I was at CVS a couple years ago, and a woman was standing behind me in line, and she tapped me on the shoulder. And I turned, and I said, how are you? She said, praise the Lord. I said, well, praise him. How you doing? She said, I'm doing good. I said, you got to help me. You know, I, I don't know your face. She said, oh, my goodness, I'm a member of your church. Yeah. I said, you, you're a member of Life Changing Christian Center? She said, yes, pastor, it's me. I said, oh, okay, God, God bless you. I'm sorry. I said, were you there uh, Sunday? No, wasn't there Sunday. I said, were you there the fifth Sunday for Family and Friends Day? No, nope, didn't make it fifth Sunday for Family and Friends Day. Were you there third Sunday for you Sunday? No, wasn't there third Sunday. Were you there second Sunday for women's Sunday? No, wasn't there. Okay, were you there first Sunday? I'm just missing. Were you there first Sunday? Wasn't there first Sunday for communion? I said, when last time you been? She said, oh, it's been about three years. I said, Lord, have mercy. I said, it's been about three years since you've been to Life Changing Christian Center. She said, yes. I said, so where you been attending? She said, I don't church hop. I'm a member of your church. I said, but you haven't been in three years. She said, no, ha haven't been in three, three years. Ye Look at somebody and tell them, could you be that woman at CVS? Had, hadn't been in three years. Drove around the corner, got here to the church, put her name in the computer, and lo and behold, she come up as a member of this church but had not been here in three How far could you drive your car without going to the fill-up station? How long could you survive eating one meal every three years? Jesus grew up in the church. Look at Luke 2 and 40. Jesus grew up in the church, and the child grew and waxed strong in the spirit with wisdom, and the grace of God was upon him. Now his parents, there, there it is, his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up to Jerusalem at the custom of the feast. His mama and daddy brought him to church. Quiet on this bus. Jesus went to church so much. Watch this here. Jesus went to church. How many of y'all really want to be like Jesus? I ain't seeing a whole lot of hands on this one here. Uh, let me try it one more time. I said, how many of y'all really want to be like Jesus? 
Well, well if you want to be like Jesus, you got to come to church. I'm not fussing. I'm just discussing. I'm going to preach it happy before you leave out of here. Trust me. You, you want to be like Jesus, you got to come to church. G, G, Daddy, Jesus came to church so much. Watch this here. Right here in the Bible, right here in the Bible, it, it, it says uh, uh, Jesus came to church so much in verse number 43 uh, of, of St. Luke chapter number 2 that when they left church, Jesus stayed behind. Now, let me give you an announcement. Don't nobody leave your kids today, okay? Take your babies with you when you go, all right? But, but Jesus liked church so much that when they left church, Jazzy, Jesus stayed behind, and they were gone three days before they realized. Now, I, you know, I can't, well, I can wait, but when I get to heaven, I'm going to talk to Mary and Joseph and find out what kind of parents were y'all that you couldn't find your child for three days. Th three days, and then they realized, wait a minute. Jesus ain't with us. See, they assume that Jesus was in the company of the people that were traveling with them. Can I help you? When they went to church, it wasn't around the corner. It took them about three days to get there. But when they got there, I'm quite sure they said, I was glad when they said unto me, come, let us go. Would you look at somebody and tell them, get ready to come back next week. Three, three days. Then they looked around and said, Jesus not with us. So when they went back, they found Jesus. After three days, St. Luke 2 and 46, in the temple, found him in the temple. It, it joyed my heart when, when, when the choir was singing. Go to Psalms 27. It joyed my heart when the choir was singing and I looked at some of our young people who serve in the church who are in college. And I looked back there and I saw Sister Taya and she was just moving on the camera and she was just singing, you know, just moving on camera. I said, God bless her real good because I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, them babies probably got to be at the school Monday, but they here today. It's, it's something when the young people desire to go to church. I saw one of the young folk is working over at the pizza restaurant there, and I saw him, and I said, hey, man, how you doing? And he said, Bishop, how you doing? I got out the truck, and I embraced him. I said, man, I don't see you in church no more. He said, my mama sleep on Sundays. I said, your mama sleep on Sundays? He said, yeah, she sleep on Sundays. I said, well, wake up. He said, I look forward to being being at church. You know, I, I look forward. I said, you do? He said, man, because when I see Jazzy singing in praise and worship, it just, I said, hold, hold up, son. You coming for the wrong reasons. And he said, nothing about my preaching. Just when I see Jazzy up there leading praise and worship, licking his lips while he talking about my daughter. What the Mahalia Jackson wrong with you? Felt my temperature changing, you know. Started to loosen my hamstrings in case something jump off. I said, oh, is that right? How's she doing anyway? I said, listen, son, I'm asking you about y'all. He said, well, I, 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 I'm going to see, can I get my mama up and bring her to church? I said, all right, do that here. Bring, bring, bring her to church, okay? Bring, bring your mama to church. She was bringing you when you was little. Now start bringing her. There's a blessing of attending church. Watch this here. Psalms 27, uh, David's top priority was to be in the house 
of God. Be in the house of God. They had a program, uh, uh, a segment on this morning at 530 this morning came on the news talking about empty pews. To where now going to church seems no longer to be a priority to the people. I told you all a little while ago that 20% of the overall congregation comes every Sunday, but the other 20%, they come maybe one to two Sundays out of the month. So if they show up on the first Sunday, you may not see them no more until the fourth Sunday. If they show up on the fourth Sunday, you won't see them no more probably until the second Sunday. All right? Then you got that 30%, they just not coming whatsoever. But would you look at somebody and tell them, what percentage are you in? Are you in the 20% or are you in the percentage, my God, that hit and miss? But look at somebody and tell them, but whatever percentage that you're in, you got to get here on a regular. Why? Coming to the house of God was, was a top priority to David. This, this is what David said. David understood that the Lord was his peace in Psalms number 27. He says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies, see, this was his peace. This was his peace. And my foes came upon me to eat up my flesh. They stumbled and fell through a whole shit and camp against me. My heart shall not fear. The war shall rise against me. In this one thing will I be confident. David was saying, my peace. Is in God. Am I talking to anybody in here? The enemy is coming at you seven different ways, but guess what? You keep in your mind because you realize that your peace is in God. Look at somebody telling my peace is in the Lord. My peace is in my, my, my peace. Though, though I walk through the valley of the shadows of death, I don't fear no evil because my peace is in the Lord. Would you send it down your road? Look at somebody and tell them I can't tell you everything I've gone through. But what I can tell you is I did not lose my mind because my peace is in the Lord. Look at somebody and tell them, I wish I could give you the uncut version of my testimony, but I just sum it up with these words. My peace is in. Yeah. You know, my, my, my peace is in, in, in the Lord, in the Lord. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm very transparent preacher, as, as you all know. If you don't know, you know now, you know, very transparent preacher. And, and Sister Greer, and, and, and I tell you, Sister Cookie, early on in the week, my wife and I had a heated discussion. Heated discussion. One of, one of them heated discussions. You, 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 know, you know, when it gets so heated till it come off you old black. You, you understand what I'm coming from? When they started with that you old black, you know ain't nothing good coming behind that. Ain't no you old black preacher. Let me state that right there. No, 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 ain't no you old black bishop. No, it's another B coming behind that. that you, you old black B, uh-huh, you, you old S-T, uh-huh, you, you old, why y'all looking at me like that? You, you, you old black, you, you, oh, you ain't heard that one lately? Keep on living, uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and, and so it, it got real, got real heated. You, you understand where I'm coming from? I mean, that thing got, got good, good and heated. And, and I, I figured since it's already heated, I might well throw some gas on the fire. It, anyway, you, you, uh, you don't know nothing about that right there? 
<laughs> we break up to make up, all right? I'm trying to help somebody here. And, 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 and so I threw some heat. I threw some gas on the fire. And, and it just got, I mean, it just got, oh, it started getting ugly. You, you understand where I'm coming from? I, I mean, ugly until she started opening up the drawer and snatching out my clothes and stuff. And I go, watch out, watch out. Don't throw my underclothes right now. Watch them right there. I said, let me get that down. And she was like, oh, I can't say, oh, you're making me so, oh. And this is what she said. 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 She said, she said, oh, you, you're making me so mad. Oh, I can't wait until church Sunday. What, what that got to do? She said, I can't wait to church Sunday because when I get to church Sunday, I'm going to put my foot on the devil's head. And the same devil that's trying to use you to raise up against me, I'm going to get that devil Sunday. Why? Because God is my peace, but going to church is my priority. And I come to let you know right now, the devil that gets you out there, you can whip his hind parts in here. Would you look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, I can't wait to get to church on Sunday. When, when she said that I had to back up a little bit, I, I had to back up. I said, well, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. She said, I know it's Thursday, but I tell you what, Sunday is coming. And I dare you to look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, Sunday is coming. <laughs> Y'all be seated, we just talking. Sunday is and And, and so... While David was dealing with the enemy in Psalms 27, and he said, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? He knew that Sunday was coming when he said, the Lord is my peace. But then he said, one thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. He was saying, I got peace because God is my priority. I got peace because God is my priority. And, and, and when she said those words that Sunday was coming, oh, <laughs> I, 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 Lord have mercy. I, I, I had to cease my attack. I ain't getting no help. I, I, I had to back up and stop playing and agitating. Are y'all looking at me sideways? Because one thing, God is not going to tolerate people messing with his praises. The devil better leave you alone because all you got to tell that enemy is you might be giving me hell on my job, but guess what? Sunday's coming. You might be agitating me and pushing me, but Sunday is coming. And I was glad when they said unto me, come, let us go. Would you nudge your neighbor and say, neighbor, Sunday. Sunday is coming. See, he, he realized that there's something about being in the house of God. Look at Psalms number 84, if you would. I'm coming on in. There's something about, there are some blessings and benefits in coming to church. There's some things that you can fix by coming in the atmosphere of church that you can't fix sitting in counseling. You, you, you can't fix reading. Y'all looking at me. 
You, you can't, you know, I, I was telling somebody, first lady, the other day when, when we lived in Fort Washington, I had a little squall with my neighbor. <laughs> had a little, 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 little discrepancy with my neighbor when, when we, you know, I'm very neighborly, you understand where I'm coming from, but, but you know where the line is. <laughs> yeah, I'm out here now, okay. And, and, and I had a little issue with, with my neighbor, and the issue went on on that for about two, three, four months. You know, he said something that I didn't like, and he thought because I was Christ-like, I would be nice-like. But it caught me on a Tuesday. And, 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 and I told him, I, I told him, Brother Greg, I told him, I said, look, man, I ain't that guy. You understand me? You run up on me, I'm going to give you a testimony. I'm going to tell you that right now. You, you understand where I'm coming from? I, I ain't that dude. And, and he, he said something, you know, I said, look, champ, I don't warn you. You understand where I'm coming from? Now, I know you live right there, you know what I'm saying? But, but I don't warn you. I, I ain't that dude. Don't think you can just say whatever you want to say. You understand where I'm coming from? And, and, you know, no, no, don't let them Jesus love bumper stickers fool you. You understand where I'm coming from? What? Because my Bible tells me it's better to give than receive. And I'd rather give a whooping than receive. Why y'all looking at me side? And so that, that thing went on for about, you know, two, two, three, four. And, and my wife kept telling me, Jason, you need to fix that. No, he, he needed, he said, J Jason, we, we are Christians. I said, there you go. Playing that Christian card. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You, you need to fix that. And I, I, I ain't fooled with him. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, you going to stay over there. I'm going to stay over here. Mind my business. But then one Sunday we went to church. And while we was in church, the preacher got up and said, I don't want nobody taking communion that's harboring unforgiveness in your heart. And here I was, a clergyman with my collar on. So, you know, I, I got to take communion. And so when I stepped up to take communion, my wife looked at me and said, I know you're not taking communion. And, and I looked and she said, no communion for you. And, and I stepped back. I said, oh, Lord, are you serious? If she wasn't here, I'd go ahead and take this wine and crackers, you know what I'm saying, and call it a day. But since she watching me, I can't, you, you know, I, I, uh, uh. so I stood back and I began to say, Lord, forgive me, you know what I'm saying, for tripping with my neighbor. You know, it shouldn't be like that, you know what I'm saying, I should be apt to forgive him and so on and so forth. And so when we got home that afternoon from church, I drove up in the yard, and there they were. They were sitting on their porch, and you know, I, I had, you know, I had them so, you know, I had them so that every time they saw us, they went in the house. You know, what I'm saying, I kind of liked that a little bit. You know, what I'm saying, kind of give me the edge. You know, what I'm saying, you see me coming, right? Going in your house, and so, so every time they saw me, they went in the house. And this particular time, they, they went in the house, and she said, "Go on over there and make it right." I said, what you talking about? She said, I know God touched your heart in church because I saw your eyes welling up with tears because of what you had said to the neighbor. And I know God been working on you, Jason. Take that experience right now. And then she started going, ta, 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 da, da, ba, shia, ta, ba, ba. I, I said, all, all right, all right. Put the tongues on hold right now. She, ah, da, 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 da,
my car and I went over to the neighbor's house and I knocked on his door and I told him, I said, uh, uh, Mr. Neighbor, I want you to understand something. I meant what I said, but I'm apologizing for how I said it. I ain't getting no help. Let me apologize my way, okay? I, I said, and, and I'm sorry. And then he looked at me and said, what happened to you? And, and I said, uh, I was in church this morning and the preacher was talking about forgiveness and, and it started working on my heart. He said, isn't that something? Because we were in church this morning too and the preacher was talking about let it go. I ain't getting no help. None of us met at the yard line to talk about it, but when I went to church and he went to church, the same God that was in the Baptist church was in the apostolic Pentecostal Methodist church and the same God that touched my heart, touched his heart and we've been cool ever since. Would you look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, a lot of stuff you need God to do, he'll do it while you're in church. You do it while you're in church. And sometimes, sometimes for 30 of y'all here, you sitting here trying to figure out how God gonna help ends the meat. And God will sit back and say, I tell you what, if you just get to my house, and start taking care of my business. While you taking care of my stuff, I go to your house and take care of your stuff. But I can't take care of your stuff at your house until you bring your blessed assurance to my house. Would you look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, while I'm here, God is there. That's why I can say by the time you get back home, there's going to be a miracle and a blessing waiting on you. I need you to help me, my God. Nudge your neighbor and say, neighbor, God will take care of your house if you just get to his house. God, am I doing all right? God, God wants us to be planted. Look at Psalms number 92. Psalms number 92. Now, I want you to hear me now because just to show off this word is going forth, the enemy start trying to fight you. Start, start, start trying to fight you and, and, and make you think, you know, that, that things ain't working out and, and it ain't going to work for you. You know, he, he'll, he'll try to make you think, you know, you don't need to go to church. You know, ain't nothing going on there, baby. Don't let that devil fool you. See, not only should you go, but you got to get planted in the house of the Lord. The Bible says in Psalms number 92, verse number 13, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. Here it is. They shall still bring forth fruit in their old age, and they shall be fat and flourishing. I'm telling you right now, he simply says, if you just make up in your mind that I'm going to be planted in the house of God, I'll make sure that you're fruitful and I'll make sure you experience God's faithfulness and that the latter part of your days will be the best of your days because that's where you'll be flourishing at. Would you look at somebody and tell them I'm fruitful, I'm faithful, and I'm flourishing. Why? Because I'm planted in the house of the Lord. I'm preaching better than y'all saying amen. You, you, you got to get here. Hebrews 10, 25 says that we are not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together. The church is not the carpet, the pews, the parking lot. No, that's not the church. The church is the body of believers. That, that's what the church is. The church is all of us connecting and coming together. 
This is noteworthy. When we don't come together on a regular basis, we begin to drift. When you drift from the family of God, you begin to drift from fellowship with God. When you drift from the family of God, you begin to drift from the fellowship with God. Don't let nobody fool you and make you think that people are living better outside the church than they are in the church. This is where the life is. It's in the church. The Bible tells us in 2 Corinthians 2 and 11 that we are not to be ignorant of Satan's devices. You have to understand what the aim of the enemy is. The aim of the enemy is to separate us. Every joint supplies. That's the aim of the enemy. It's, it's, it's to disjoin us and separate us. You know, we sing a song at the conclusion of the service. I need you, you need me. We are all a part of God's body. Stand with me, agree with me. We are all a part of God's body. In other words, we go better together. We look better together. We sound better together. I ain't getting no help. Well, would you look at somebody and tell them we look better together. We, we sound better. We go better.